0: the antithesis of potent is weak when something or somebody is weak he or she can be easily defeated not to talk about anybody but when you're weak You're a wimp. Push over. Back in the day, we used to call folks jellybacks. (laughs) If you're weak, and certain folks know it, they'll take advantage of you. If you're weak and demons know it, they'll take advantage of you. It is not God's will for his children to be weaklings. When it comes to fulfilling a task, when it comes to fulfilling the will of God, you have to be strong. That's the reason God went when uh, Moses had died in talking to Joshua. And get this: Joshua was a warrior, was a soldier. But God still had to tell Joshua, I need you to be strong and very courageous. Even even though he was already a warrior, already a fighter, God still had to tell him that I need you to be strong. Because he knew, because Joshua was being elevated, He was going to run into some problems or some trouble he had never experienced. See, the Bible says to whom much is given, much is required. The more God blesses you, the more trouble you're going to encounter. And so again, he told Joshua be strong. And, and as a child of God, that, that there are times to where you have to recognize that, yes, it's wonderful for you to have strength. But in order to fulfill certain objectives in your life as well as pertaining to the will of God, you have to have divine strength. I said, you have to have divine strength. And and see, Paul knew the importance of having divine strength and what divine strength was capable of doing. That's the reason in Philippians 4 and 13, he, he decreed, I can do all things through Christ. That strengthens me. Paul pointed out certain things that he went through that were horrendous. But because Christ was strengthening him, he was able to go through those things with joy. And and I'm telling you, if you're going to count it all joy in trouble or trials, it's going to take some strength. You do not need to name the name of Christ and be a crybaby. Woo! God God from Zion. Help me teach that. Teach or say to somebody, you do not need to name the name of Christ and be a crybaby. Make it your business to stop having pity parties. Make it your business to stop getting upset just because trouble knocking on your door. Trouble is a part of life. Can't be weak. We have to be strong. We we have to be anointed of God and walk in the anointing. The anointing of God is potent. Matter of fact, it equates power. And we have to walk in that power. Because to be potent also says that we have something that can help us produce results. No power, no results. But because I'm using the strength that God has equipped me with, I'm going to get some results. Yeah, I know they're backing down, but I ain't backing down. I'm going to get some results. Yeah, I know it looked like it ain't no way, but God said with him all things are possible. So I'm going to come through this. Some of y'all act like I'm preaching to myself. And I am preaching to myself. But, but, but am I preaching to anybody else? If it be true, tell somebody, I'm going to come through this. Even though it don't look like there's no way. I'm going to come through this. Because with God. I thought y'all were going to help me finish. With God, all things are possible. I can do all things through Christ because he gives me the strength and in talking about potent we are concerned with how potent love is love is not weak I said love is not weak and people who operate in love the right way, but not weaklings. Because when when you operate in love, it says about you that you are committed to giving your best. You are committed to performing something with all of your spirit, soul, and body. When when you love it, you're not only committed to doing it, but you take pleasure in it. I said you take pleasure in it. You you have folks, you, you know they don't love ministry because they don't get no pleasure out of ministry. They act as if ministry is a chore. And yes, it takes labor. When it comes to ministry. But the labor that you do should be pleasurable. You should enjoy ministry. You should enjoy ushering. You should enjoy singing. You should enjoy working in the evangelistic ministry. And when you don't have joy doing what you do. It says you don't love it you're not attached to it to the point to where you're willing to give your all even when your body is saying i'm tired when you love it you'll say body i got to put you under subjection because i got to work another hour or so. you got to love what you do for god but you need to love life period And when you love, you are committed to doing, and you take pleasure in doing. But there's no way I can talk about love without talking about God. And I'm going to show you why. Go with me to the book of 1 John, the fourth chapter. Y'all stay with me. 1 John, the fourth chapter. I'm just going to look at a part of the eighth verse. 1 John 4 and 8. 1 John 4 and 8. Ready? He who does not love does not know God. And this is what I want you to get in your being. For God is love. 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 Love means God. God means love. They're inseparable. If you're going to love the way you need to love, you have to have God. Why? God is love. If God is love and love is weak, we have a weak God. We need to quit lying talking about God is omnipotent. Not if he is weak. If he is weak, how can he be omnipotent? Because to be omnipotent is to be all-powerful. There's no way weakness can even be associated with God if he's omnipotent. There is not even a sixteenth of an inch for weakness when it comes to God. Not even one sixty-fourth of an inch when it comes to God, if he is, in fact, omnipotent. And if we are to take on the traits of God, we should not allow weakness to be a part of our nature to the point to where we allow it to control us. As human beings, yes. Literally speaking, we do have weaknesses. But we should never allow those weaknesses to control us. Not if we are sons of God. Because the Bible is clear that if we are sons of God, we are going to be led or influenced by the Spirit of God. God even went so far as to say, and he who does not have the spirit of God does not belong to the Lord. God expects for us to be strong. That's the reason he told Israel when they were in battle, let the weak say that they are strong that's the reason he told Gideon that, that I don't need you to take nobody that's scared to battle with you take them down to the water and we're going to find out we, we're going to find out what's going on with folk matter of fact before we even get to the water just ask the question if you if, if, if are you fearful and if they say they're fearful tell them to go on to the house God wants God wants Folk that know that there are times they just going to have to fight. God is love. He's not weak. And you can't be weak. Even though you have weaknesses, you got to put that mess under subjection. And walk in God's will. I'm hurting, but I can't let this hurt stop me from doing what God told me to do. I'm mad, but I can't allow this to stop me from doing what God told me to do. And I say that because of another verse that I need to show you. Now consider 2 John, which only has one chapter, but consider the sixth verse. Y'all holding on? This is love that we walk according to God's commandments. This is help me that we walk according to God's commandments are His orders, His instructions, His written and revealed. If God orders us to stand on better is in, better is coming, when we do that, we are walking in His commandments. And so, if love is potent, bottom line, we have to have God in our lives, and we have to walk according to His will. If we don't walk according to his commandments or his orders, it says about us that we are not walking in love. If I decide to follow my eyes or my feelings instead of God's word, I'm not walking in love And if I'm not walking in love, I'm not walking in power. Because power is of God. And God's love is powerful because God is love and God is omnipotent. Say to your neighbor, I got to walk in this power, in this power. Because, love because love is powerful. But you have to understand that as powerful as love is, as powerful as God is, as powerful as it is to walk in God's commandments and receive from God what He promised according to His commandments. That there are going to be things as well as people that try to hinder, alter, or stop you from walking in God's love. Which brings us to Song of Solomon 8 and 7. I want you to notice. What he states here, again, in the verse, Song of Solomon 8 and 7, many waters cannot quench love. Now, uh, uh, of course, literally water is not going to be trying to quench love. No, water is something good. We need to drink it. Plenty of it. While I'm on the subject, quit drinking them Cokes and drink you some water. Well, I like Pepsi Pepsi too. I'm a Mountain Dew man, but it does not matter what it is, quit drinking it and drink you some water. Woo! Done with that. Let me get back to the subject. Notice he's saying, many waters cannot quench love. Waters, many waters represent troubles, the trials of life. See, so you got to understand something. As children of God, we're going to go through a whole lot of trouble." We're going to go through a whole lot of things that afflict us mentally, emotionally, physically, and so forth. That's the reason Psalm 34 and 19 says this right here. Many are the afflictions of who? The righteous. But it closes the verse saying, but the Lord shall deliver the righteous out of all. But we can't ignore the fact that we're going to go through many afflictions and see troubles cannot quench love but if if you go through trouble and you don't stay in love you will be quenched the water will get to you if you don't stay in love you have to stay in love no matter how tempted you are to get out of love. Because one thing that's, that's gonna happen when you're walking in love, you're gonna be tempted. Jesus said, Nobody is above temptation. Yeah, oh, never. Yeah, you, you ain't above no temptation. You can never all day long. You can say at 24 7, and you could be right 24 7, but sooner or later. Temptation gonna cause you to look. Temptation to cause you to wanna touch. Indulge. But notice what I said, many waters cannot quench, put to an end. Love. God loves you so much to where He wanna give you stuff. But if you don't keep walking in love, it won't happen. It won't manifest. See, see some folks just, just think that, that, that John 3.16 when the Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. They, they think the only thing that God gave was just a person. But when he gave Jesus, he gave every promise that came because of of Jesus. See, because of the name Jesus, we are able to do things that we can't normally do. Because of the name Jesus, we are, we are able to have things that we wouldn't normally have. However, you have to keep walking in that name even when trouble. Is on every hand. You have to just keep walking. God, is water everywhere. I see these many waters. I see trouble on the right, trouble on the left, trouble on the job, trouble at the house, trouble with my neighbor, trouble with my spouse, trouble with my friend, trouble with folks that said they were going to have my back. Lord, it's trouble everywhere. But you got to keep walking in love. Because as long as you stay in love, the waters of the troubles can't put you to an end. But if you mess around and get crazy and get out of the wheel of God, that trouble, that water going to turn you every which way but loose. How many are understanding by a show of hands? I got to show you something. Go with me to the book of Psalm. I'm almost done. Just stay with me. Psalm 18 is where I want you to go. This is so powerful right here. Now look at what the psalmist says in the latter part of Psalm 18 and 16. He's giving God the praise. And notice what he's giving God the praise for. Y'all ready? He drew me out of what? Now because God is love, love pulled me out of a whole lot of trouble. See, see, God can pull you out of your trouble. But often there are times we, we won't continue to walk in God or walk in love until he pulls us out. We will allow the trouble to cause us to start thinking, talking, and doing crazy. And before we get our deliverance, We'll do it before we get our deliverance. We'll start thinking, talking, and doing crazy before we get our deliverance. I'm going to tell you something. When it comes to trouble on every hand, like it's a whole lot of stuff, because notice what he says, many waters. You can't can't allow the number of things that are happening to cause you to take your focus off God's promise. See, see, sometimes folk look at the Bible and say, you know, God said he was going to deliver me, yeah, but God also said you're going to go through a whole lot of stuff. God also said, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial that is to try you. God also said, count it all joy when you fall into various trials or troubles. See, don't just look at at the the promise of God from a good side or just the good side of the promise. It's a promise you're going to go through trouble. It's a promise you're going to be afflicted. So when affliction comes, don't don't think, oh, the devil. No, God just allowing his promise to come. He said we were going to go through this trouble. Said we were going to go through these trials. Said this right here was going to happen. But he also said, don't think it strange, because good is going to happen despite the bad. That's the reason you got to understand that that. Um, the writer is saying to us, yes, the water's going to come. But if you just walk in love, he'll pull you out the water. He'll give you your deliverance. Just keep walking in love. Just keep walking in it. But then notice back in Psalm Song of Solomon 8 and 7, he takes it further. Look at what he also states here in the verse. Let's read it again. He says, nor can floods drown it. To drown is to be overwhelmed with something. That's what it means figuratively, to be overwhelmed with something. And as human beings, can we be overwhelmed with things? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if, if, if God does not intervene. But you know God going to intervene for his children. Matter of fact, God is so gracious to where he'll intervene for people in general. That's the reason he used Paul to pen no temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. But then he turns around and says, but God is faithful who will not allow the temptation to basically consume you or to just do what it desires with you. See, see God, ain't, God will never allow what you go through to do what it desires to do. Will never allow a demon to do what the demon desires to do. God will only allow things to go so far, that's the reason he told the devil. He said, You know what? You can do this, that, and the other, but you better not do such and such. And see, that's what I love about going through my trials and tribulations. In my mind, God ain't gonna let it go no further than He done ordained. He know what I can handle. He know my breaking point and he is not going to allow me to break. He knew Joe's breaking point. That's the reason he told the devil, you better not do this, but you can do this. He's omniscient. Look at somebody and say, God know your breaking point. (laughs) Even when we freaking out thinking that it ain't going to work out, go ahead. Yeah, it's going to work out. Yeah, I see her down there. She won't, even, she won't even brush her hair. She won't even take a bath today. But I, that, 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 it's going to work out for her. Yeah, I see it. he down there on pins and needles acting like it ain't going to work out. I don't know why he won't remember that I did it for him the last time. Why is he tripping like that? I did it for him the last time. He know I change. Not. God is the coolest, calmest person I know. Man, when you just praying, you're all nervous. God will just speak. He'll just speak something like, hey. It's going to work out. You remember, I told you it's going to work out for you good. So why are why you, why you doing all that? Go on in there and eat. You ain't ate in three days. Go in there and get you something to eat. It's going to work out. Go ahead talk to somebody right now. You've been tripping because things have not happened. You got your watch out? On your timetable. God ain't looking at your Timex. I got a Rolex. He ain't looking at your Rolex. God had to tell Abraham and Sarah at the time that I have appointed you gonna have a baby. At the time I done appointed he told them it was going to happen on his timetable even though they had tried to make it happen on their timetable. It ain't nothing like God doing it the way he want to do it. That's the reason he told Israel. He said, Israel, hey, hey y'all, y'all ain't even got to worry about this. Just stand still and watch the salvation of God. Ooh, you better high five somebody and tell them God get ready to bring you out. I don't even know what you're going through but God get ready to bring you out. You need to quit tripping. You need to quit doing this, that and the other and just trust God to do what he promised because if he said it he'll bring it to pass. Alright, sit down. Let me get through teaching. Listen to this. Floods They can't drown love. They can't drown it. Isn't that amazing? Certain things that should kill you. God will not allow it to kill you as long as you walk in love. Yeah, they're not diagnose you with it, but look at how God is still sustaining you. Look at how God is still blessing you. Look at how God is still doing for you what nobody else can do. Why? He is not going to allow the flood to quench you, to overwhelm you as long as you keep walking in love. Just keep walking in love. Just keep praising him even when you don't feel like praising him. Keep turning in victory even when it don't look like you're going to win. How many understand? Let's go further. Lord of mercy. Let's go to uh, Matthew chapter 7. Consider Matthew chapter 7. We'll start at verse 24. Let's get a reference in reference to the floods. Matthew 7:24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, and of course, this is Jesus talking, and does them. So basically he's saying, Walk in my commandments, walk in my written and reveal word whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock or on the rock. And the rain descended. The floods came. Winds blew. Beat on that house a person and it did not fall. For it was founded on the rock. And notice going back the rock was. The rock represents the sayings of Jesus. That, that's the reason you have to say. You have to say what Jesus said. And walk in it. Despite the times. Now notice all of these floods are coming. But the floods cannot stop the sayings of Jesus. All kind of all kind of things happening that should kill you. But you got the sayings of Jesus. I don't understand how it turned around, but That's what it's saying. Well, well, I've been holding on to the sayings of Jesus. I don't understand how how you prospering the way you're prospering and you don't make but so much money. I've been holding on to the sayings of Jesus. I don't understand how how, how you happy, but all this right here is going wrong in your life. I've been holding on to the sayings of Jesus. And when you hold on to the sayings, notice again, the floods, they can't drown you. They can't kill you. Yeah, certain things came in your life to kill you. It's certain things you're battling right now that want to kill you. Been trying to kill you, but can't kill you. You, you know what I like to tell things that try to kill me? You can't kill me because God got the appointment book. Woo, y'all ought to give God the praise. Oh, you ought to give God the praise. You know what I like to tell poverty? You can't break me. I'm a giver. I am a giver. I in the world, poverty going to kill me, and I'm a giver. It can't happen. Not if God's word is right, give, and it shall be. How? Good. Press. Shaken. And running. Even if I lose my job, it can't kill me. I done been there. What you doing, son? God is still blessing. He's still making a way out of nowhere. He's still turning things completely around because He knows I'm a giver. They put Daniel in the lions' den to die. To die. And folk thought after he had been in there a while that he should be dead. Day had passed. You know, ain't no lions gonna allow no day to go in and meet meet in the, on the table. King said, "I got to go and see what's going on here." He went down. Now, down hey, hey, Daniel. Your God still protecting you? Hey, king, I'm here. I'm right here. I told you about Jehovah Jireh. I told you about the provider. I told you, oh, king, I had did nothing wrong. Say to your neighbor, God won't allow to kill you. Was trying to, trying to take you out. The flesh will not. Drown. Here. Yeah. Last scripture in my clothes. Go with me to 1 Corinthians 13. As I close. Why is this love. Why is God so. Powerful. That he can even stop things that have been sent to kill us. I'll show you why. 1 Corinthians 13. Y'all there? The first sentence in verse 8. Love never. Fails. You hear me? Love what? Never fails. As long as I walk in the commandment. Remember Second John one and six. If I love, I'm a what? Walk. A love is walking in the what? Command. As long as I walk in the commandment of giving, I ain't gonna never be broke. Some of y'all are even scared to say that. Well, I can't say that I might lose my job. I thought God was your source. Some of us that had 10, 12 jobs, God still been taking care of us. Why? Love never fails. And if God is love, God never fails. And if walking in love or walking in God's commandments equates love, that means as long as I walk in what he promised, I ain't going to fail. It ain't that the haters ain't trying to make you fail. It ain't that folks don't want to see you fall head first it's because of you continuing to walk in God's commandments and when you walk in his commandments or his word you're walking in love I, 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 I gotta I got make this plain though now, now we know you ain't gonna walk in his commandments dying there every hour. Crossing every T with your imperfect self. But you strive. You know you ain't flawless, but you strive to do what. Who am I talking to? You strive to do what does say is God. And see, that's where you got to understand. I don't care what you go through. It needs to be in your mind that because I'm walking in love and God is love, failure can't touch me. Even things that appear as if they have won. That's not real. God can allow something to happen, but God's word never fails. And I'm done. Let's give the Lord a big to of praise. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.